The Notorious OTB on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody, to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And as always, it's all good, baby, baby. It was all a dream. We used to read Blood Horse Magazine. I'm your host, Chase Sessoms, the Wolf of Oakland. Uh, I've got with me uh, someone who might be the most in-demand person in uh, (laughs) the horse racing Twitter slash potosphere, uh, Mr. Josh Cherry Drank. Rodriguez, one half of the Drankin' Champagne podcast, one third to quarter, depending on the week of On the Wrong Lead. How's it going, Josh? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, I was very confused this morning because I thought we were talking about the Ultimate Disc League. Um, so I was, you know, spying on Marcus Brownlee's uh, Twitter, uh, mm-hmm. reading up all on his Apple reviews. You know, ready to just kind of dump some knowledge there, but uh, uh, I guess we're I guess we're talking about horses today. I'll tell you what: if you live in a state where you can bet on the AUDL, you can hammer hammer some lines. Just because I don't think they care, I don't think they care <laughs> at all. Because the handle is probably like what me and my co-host are betting. Uh, but we're not talking about that today. We're going to be talking about the Aqueduct Late Pick Five. But first, uh, I got a little agenda here, which is uh, Josh is on a goddamn heater. Josh, did you feel the heater coming on? Did you get a sore throat? Is that how it started? No, I actually felt the opposite of the heater uh, starting. Uh, so last weekend, um, I don't know. I I was just I I couldn't hit a damn thing. I was coming real close, and I I always feel like that's when, like when you know you're seeing the ball well, even though the results aren't coming in. Um, you know, I I've had I had a ton of four out of fives, uh, three out of fours. You know, just like real close to you know a couple nice four or five figure scores and you know i was just like all right i'm just gonna keep pressing keep pressing and and honestly i i think i've done it the hard way this um this week in basically most of my uh my hits have been straight win bets on bombs you know i i i don't bet um an absurd amount you know 20 25 dollar win bets are kind of like my bread and butter right now you know 10 to 20 dollar doubles in in that area and i mean i hit a nice double at santa anita for about a grand i hit a couple of uh nice win bets that you know paid four or five hundred bucks on on bombs um and i even extreme i frustrated my uh, co-host caleb so much um last night on a live stream where i hit a 25 dollar horse for 20 bucks to win and he was just like i just have no idea how you get to that horse and then I explained to him how I got to the horse, and he's he goes, wooden. "He's like, I'm like, I, you tell me that, and I just don't believe you. I just don't believe it." <laughs> you know, it's I was talking to to Jason Barkley, uh, like I, I wasn't watching the stream. I was DMing with him, getting a show set up. He's going to be on the show on Monday, and uh, he 
just missed a twenty dollar a twenty cent super that started like if the ten had gotten up over your eleven, he would have hit it, and that super ended up paying like forty five hundred for for ten cents. So, do you find that you're hotter certain points of the year? Like, is there a certain point? Uh, you know, is it there like cherry drink season? You know, I I actually do tend to do well around this time of year, but it's not at the tracks I'm currently playing. So it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, I, I think I do very well at Sam Houston, RIP, if we'll ever be able to to bet Sam Houston again. Yeah. But um, and I do okay at Gulfstream this part of the year. Um, it's not necessarily a track I play outside of this time of year. And anytime I do think about Gulfstream, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just dip my toe back into Gulfstream here. I just get my face thwacked in. It's really, yeah. I think Gulfstream is probably one of the biggest tracks that you need to play every single day if you're going to even tr- attempt to jump into that pool. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if you don't put the work in there, uh, you, you're just going to get dumped. So uh, it, during the winter, I, I generally do tend to play there uh, almost every day, but I, I really haven't started that um that much uh, i've mostly been playing uh, santa anita since that started up um a little bit or turfway basically every single night and uh you know I, i've just been kind of sticking sticking with those for the most part um aqueduct hasn't necessarily been a, a strength of mine but i've i've jumped definitely jumped in on uh, on carryovers which have been seems like there's been at least one every you know three four weeks uh since the since it started there at aqueduct uh you know it, during that belmont meet so um you know we had one we had one uh, yesterday and uh I, I whiffed on that but um yeah there's always opportunity uh in the carryover pools there you know what's funny is you're you have trouble at Gulfstream, and then you go to turfway to hit the the big it's like you're getting stumped on the first two levels of fucking Angry Birds and you're coming out just busting out Rubik's Cubes in record time. Just like that was and Turfway is so tough. I haven't played Turfway in a couple of years since they changed the surface. Like I have no grasp of it. So I, I've been I've been staying away from Turfway. That and it's just like the camera angles have changed. So I feel like I can't watch it and get a clue from it either. Yeah, I went uh, I went four out of five in both pick fives last night. And that was kind of and, and also the way I went four out of five in them, I wasn't able to really like capitalize on like running back a pick three or anything like that or pick four. It, so yeah, I, I, I basically made the minimum last night and uh, yeah, poor, uh, poor Jason with that photo. Mm-hmm. I was just swearing up a, st- well, I wasn't swearing up a storm, but uh, well I was, so I'll, I'll tell the story. Uh, we were, I was actually recording with Matthew and I, I didn't, I, I was going to ask him if he saw me leaning because I was doing, I was doing this move while we were like mid recording. So if you watch the video, see if you can point out when I'm watching this, this race, because I'm just like leaning completely. And then all of a sudden I just like start typing and I, you can probably hear my keyboard. I'm just typing up a storm. Like yeah. what the, what the heck is going on? Like, I can't believe I lost that photo. And I'm just like, what I, I'm just so angry. And all, so I, I'm, I'm back, focused back on the interview, and then I, I see a Discord notification, and I look over. And sure enough, my horse got there somehow. I have no idea. And it was literally the exact opposite of a photo I had during the Hawthorne tournament um, day after Thanksgiving. Um, I was sitting in second place or third place. Two NHC seats are given away. I have about 2,500. person in front of me has 2,600, and the person in front of him has 3,000. 
And so I bet four hundred dollars to win on this uh, this horse at uh, Golden Gate. Uh, I think it's a Jonathan Wong horse, and his stablemate just barely holds on. And I think the horse was seven to two, so that would have catapulted me, you know, way into first, and uh, probably would have gotten me an NHC seat that day. Instead, I finished third when they only gave away two seats, and uh, it was kind of tough. So. Um, I actually mentioned to our, our friend Sheldon, who who saw this photo live with me, I was like, "Hey, finally one came the other way for me." I mean, it was it's a little less. It was a little less than the NHC seat, but uh, but it felt nice to be on the right side of one. So while you're like glory typing, I'm getting inundated with like puke emojis from the gross head Bob from his perspective and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, by the way, check out uh, Josh on the uh, the was it the Wind Place Show show? Was no, it? it was uh, capping the card with uh, oh Matthew capping the card. That's right. Yep. Yep, on the yeah. Trust the Prophets uh, podcast network. I think it's I think it's just on YouTube, but they might have a which podcast too. I believe I'll be doing uh, next week, which uh, it's you know got to return the love since he's been on the show roughly uh, a million times. Uh, speaking of a million times, weird non sequitur. We're gonna take a quick break here on the Notorious OTV. When we get back, we're talking the late pick five at aqueduct for saturday which includes the kentucky derby prep don't go anywhere and if you do just pick it up later it's a fucking podcast we will be right back with more notorious otb WinBet is the official online sports book of the sports gambling podcast network WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there are tons of ways to win including live betting and same game parlays there's reduced juice on sides and totals for all bowl games day of Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Limited to state availability. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that we sent That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change service conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you're someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. At Underdog, the season never ends, and right now you can play their weekly battle royale games or even draft your playoff best ball team. You also have a ton of daily games for NBA and NHL. Plus, when you use promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Welcome back to the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are, we are I've got Josh Rodriguez with me. We are talking the Aqueduct Late Pick 5 this Saturday. That's right, the 7th of January. Uh, it starts race 6, post time, one sixteen Eastern, twelve sixteen. God's time. This includes a Kentucky Derby prep. That's right. We're going to be talking about the Jerome. Damn, what would Jerome, Romy, Romy, Rome think? And then we've also got another uh, stakes on there. We've got the Queens County, a nice uh, long uh, dirt route. Uh, you know, let's talk kind of strategy for the sequence. For me, uh, there's supposed to be some heavy rain Thursday, a little light rain overnight leaning into Friday. I thought what was going to happen was this track was going to be that uh, conveyor belt surface drying out dirt track uh, multiplied by a Kentucky Derby prep at Aqueduct. And so I really tried to lean into uh, early speed in these races, unless the pace just looked ridiculous. And then I decided to maybe look at something a little bit off the pace, but mostly I'm uh, inexpensive velocity after inexpensive velocity after inexpensive velocity. What about you, Josh? How'd you see the se- sequence playing out? Did you have any kind of ideas on the surface? 
I I really wished it was going to be just absolute sloppy again because I thought that there were some very nice looking bomb horses in the, in, in the last couple races um, that have a ton of slop form. But when you look at their just regular dirt races, it, they, they don't match up. Um, but I, I definitely think that the you have to treat the uh, a sloppy surface or an off surface as almost like like you said like a different surface right like dirt dirt and turf almost uh it you know some horses handle both but you definitely see a lot of specialists and i i think there's a couple of horses in the sequence or there's at least one i know for sure that i'm fading uh that's a very short price just based off the fact that hey the the race that that looks that towers over the rest of the field um is on a sloppy surface so uh it's something to keep in mind i i capped for a fast track um i i'm as we go through i might point out a couple horses hey if if this does if for some reason some kind of weather comes in or it gets real sloppy maybe some other horses to look at but um i, I kind of treat i treat it as a um a fast track um and the important thing about aqueduct and i'm sure you've talked about this uh on other stream or other podcasts already uh episodes here but um you know if you're gonna play the late watch the track early because aqueduct i think is one of the few tracks that are very heavily prone to biases um so just take a look see how the track's playing um and you know uh adjust accordingly Absolutely. And when you do that, don't get fooled by maiden special weight, maiden claimers, because those are so often won by horses going gate to wire, because that's just how those races are run. Learning how to pass other horses is a, uh, is a, uh, you know, learned skill. So don't watch like two maiden races to start and be like, oh, speed all day, because you will get fooled in fucking race three as soon as some horses that have beat other horses come up. So let's go ahead. Let's get into race six where it starts. It's a six furlong, $80,000 maiden special weight race go ahead josh let us know where you're going in this race yeah this was kind of a tough race for me um i and i was kind of talking with matthew about this too on the pot on the podcast that came out today but um when they're short price horses i generally look at them and i just immediately try to poke holes in them if I can't poke any holes or can't poke too many or the rest of the field just looks like trash, you know, then I'll, I'll lean on that short price. Um, but um, there was kind of a problem with this race in that the, the five uh, Spelterini, um, you know, is a two to one and still is a two to one morning line favorite. Um, but I just I, I can't bet this horse. Um, so it's a Bill Mott horse who. Uh, is, is I think pretty well known for kind of bringing his horses along, um, you know, not necessarily one that wins first time out all the time, um, you know, and if you kind of go back through this horse's PPs, his first race, uh, or sh- her first race, excuse me, was the best race she's run, and she's just kind of regressed since then. Last time they tried her on turf, um, so this kind of feels like they don't know what to do with this horse, Um and I'm just not going to take a short price on a horse that for a trainer who tends to make improve his horses gradually is kind of going the wrong way. Um, so I, I was against the five in this spot. I'm not going to have it on any tickets. Um, but you toss the five out and you get a bunch of first time starters and 
you get a bunch of first time starters for trainers who aren't very well known for having success first time out. Um, and then, you know, the horses that have races just don't really look that good. So, I mean, I kind of just like plugged my nose and just like, was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to eat this shit sandwich. And I, and I think I'm going to single the nine here, uh, senior prank. Um, I mean, the one trainer in this race that has success with first time starters is Chad Brown. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's an into mischief, uh, 16% first time sire. Um, so does win early gets Manny Franco aboard who, uh, at this time of year is probably, I would say his first call jock since, uh, everyone else is, is out, uh, fucking around in, uh, Florida. So, um, yeah, I, I just thought, you know, for Spendthrift Farms here, a senior prank just made the most sense. Um, I wasn't happy about it. Uh, this is kind of just like, like a war of attrition and like, all right, this horse sucks. This horse sucks. I don't want this one. Um, if I were to go too deep, maybe I would include uh, a horse like the four, uh, trying my heart out. Um, but Jose Camejo has kind of been, been off to a slow start here. Um, and I don't know. I, I just, I, I didn't feel great about the four horse here. So, um, maybe the two, you know, but now at this point, you're just starting to include horses just because, um, you know, you're just trying to, you're trying to get through this leg. Um, and so when that's kind of your, the, when that, when the race looks like a spread race, um, I tend to be like, all right, how, how many horses do I really need here? I try to go narrow. So I figured I'd probably just single the logical Chad Brown horse here and try to move through forward. You know, uh, since I know that uh, certain people are watching. Many men wish death upon me. I, ended up, I had to toss the favorite. Uh, I went four deep here, uh, all first timers. And what I did was because it didn't seem like there was very much speed in here was that I looked at the first timers who have workout times that allude to them not being slow. You know, some workouts that are quicker than that 12-second prefer long clip. Uh, one of which was the nine senior prank who you're singling. I'm cons- considering leaving off. I have it in there right now. I decided to include because I think the price stays fair because it's not like a Peter Brandt or Clarevic horse for for uh, for Chad Brown. I, I don't think that he gets much steam behind the spend than thrift horses. It's more of like a, a sneaky kind of connection for him. So I ended up using two, three, four, and nine. Uh, the two fabulously funny four to one on the morning line for Anthony Dutro. God, he spots his horses up so well on the turf. It's all dirt right now, but the sharp works. Uh, the one going on the 9th of December going four furlongs, 47 and uh, two fifths out of the gate. Uh, and that last workout was a bullet on New Year's Day, also out of the gate. Uh, then I used the uh, the three uh, Machiavelli. Machiavelli in this Illuminati all through your body. Eight to one, Kendrick Carmouche. You know, Kendrick Carmouche should be on the motor on this firster. Uh, another fast work uh, was, you know, sub 12 seconds per furlong clip, uh, 47 and three going four furlongs from the gate. Uh, I used the four, Trini, my heart out. You mentioned Jose Camillo. He might not be as hot right now, but he has trained some of the most impressive maiden winners that I've seen race recently where they have not had to move their hands. And uh, according to uh, our, our, our mutual boy Capone, all he does is uh, feed them, give them water, and keep them happy. And these horses run fucking holes through the wind. 
But I mean, he's still hitting 17% with maiden special weights, also 17% with debut maiden special weights, and that has a positive ROI. Steady works from frequent gate drills. Uh, and then Castro's one for one with Cameo. And then, of course, Senior Prank. I really want to fucking toss this horse in Cant. Uh, you know, at least I can eyeball the sequence before it starts and see if it's getting slammed to the window. And if it is, I might drop it off my ticket. But for now, I, I'm I'm four deep here. So, I mean, we see it pretty much the same, quite honestly. It's just that you decided to take a stand, whereas I decided to take a really dumb stand in the next race. I'm saving that. I'm teasing that. So I'm going to let you jump off on race seven, which is eight furlongs, a $25,000 claimer, as always, on the dirt. Uh, what do you got here, Josh? Yeah, this was uh this was kind of another tough one. Um I think is your oh your favorite is the nine war stopper, um, who I, I am including in this spot. Um I'm actually a little surprised that uh this horse was was made the favorite. I kind of expect um a horse like maybe the seven musical heart to take a bunch of money. Um although I know that horse is coming off a huge, huge layoff. So um, and that was part of the reason why I faded uh, the seven here. Um, you know, looking at this race, uh, I think you do see uh, a bit of speed in this race in Musical Heart. It's mandatory Uno. Um, so I was kind of looking for a horse to kind of come from off the pace. I think of the the pressing type horses, um, War Stopper makes the most sense. Uh, had a nice race, nice fig last time out. Uh, if he runs back to that figure, uh, I think he wins this race uh, pretty easily. Um, you know, gets a Jason Huayas aboard, who I haven't uh, I haven't watched much, but uh, um, you know, David Jacobson is uh, is two for six, uh, second start uh, with a you know with a horse. So, you know, we'll, we'll see if uh, if David's able to get this uh, this one to win. Um, I did include two other horses because I'm not just I'm not sold on the, on the five to two um, favorite there. Uh, I used the entry um, with a Rudy Rodriguez entry runabout and perceived the one in the one A. I did prefer the one, but. Um, you know, this is just kind of once again, I'm kind of looking at these horses uh, coming from off the pace. And uh, if you kind of go back to the um, the race three back, I think that that race, you know, kind of has the race shape um, that a horse is going to need to win here, uh, which was that that aqueduct race on the 21st of October, you know, sat three off the pace um, and then just progressively closed and won. Um, and then the, the last horse I'm going to use is going to be the eight uh, Grumps Little Tots. Um, I, I think this horse just kind of, uh, kind of seems to like, uh, aqueduct, um, you know, uh, the last two races haven't, uh, haven't been, uh, all that great. Although last time you did finish second. Um, but this is a horse, I think third off the layoff, you're going to see a little bit of improvement, uh, from that last race. Uh, if, if you kind of look at his last, last layoff line, um, just progressively improved into a nice big fig, uh, going a mile in the eighth at Saratoga, kind of with that closing run style again. Um, so I'm just expecting kind of the same cycle here, third off the layoff, uh, and 10 to one is, is a nice price. So, uh, I'm going to be one eight, nine here, uh, and I'm going to use them equally. Man, all right. So I got a real asshole single single here. Assumption that speed carries on a drying track that's been scraped down for the the Kentucky Dirt Derby prep with the with the Jerome. Uh, I, I'm leaning into speed, and there's some obvious speed horses here that are that are going to take a ton of money, but I don't think that they like one turn 
routes that they don't that they like one turn miles and so i'm fading them and uh i i don't know what to tell you other than i mean it is it is stone cold single time on a big price um, yes i'm yes, i'm saying i want to mingle you want to mingle yeah now- I'm trying to mingle with a three Uno at 20 to one. That is my single here. Yeah, 21 is a colossal asshole single. It's been running at Finger Lakes. And even though people shit on Finger Lakes, the figures are competitive, has the inside draw, so it should be first out into the rail. Uh, has Omar Moreno up, gets the weight break, returns to one turn routing after going two turns at Finger Lakes. None of these other horses seem to like that one turn mile layout. So I'm I'm leaning into it. I'm singling it, and I'll tell you what, if I'm wrong about how the track plays, then I am wrong, wrong, really wrong. Like, I'm dead. So, I, I yeah, man, I, I really like this horse Uno here, 20 to 1. It's going to be my single in there. Uh, you know, it's, it saves me to, to spread later. Uh, I, I feel like I've got a opinion that's based soundly in logic, but I also feel like uh, it's a dicey play with Uno, but, you know. I too like yeah. to live dangerously. Yeah, one thing I will say about about Uno, um, I if one of these other speed horses scratches out, um, I would definitely look very closely at Uno. Uh, Uno is three for five at Aqueduct, um, and if you go back to uh, early last year, you see two back to back wins going seven furlongs at Aqueduct and then going a mile at Aqueduct, winning by eleven lengths and then twelve lengths. So, I mean, maybe this horse just likes Aqueduct. Maybe they they shipped it off to Finger Lakes too soon. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I have absolutely no problem using a horse like Uno. I the only reason I was very I was against was because I thought that there was a a bit more speed in here. Um, but uh, yeah, if if one of those speed horses scratches out, Uno to me definitely looks very uh, very interesting here. Yeah, it's uh, I. I've had some of my best success with early speed horses coming in from Finger Lakes. There was a horse like two years ago, Hawaiian Noises, I connected with at 30 to 1, had a $5 exacta, managed to get it underneath for like 1500 bucks. So I, I don't know. I might be a slave to, to the angle here. But let's move on. This one's got Kentucky Derby point implications. I believe it's a 10-4-3 point race. It's the 8 furlong. $150,000 Jerome. Damn, what would Jerome, Romey, Romey, Rome think? Stakes. And uh, there's a stupid amount of early speed in this race. Uh, th- this is one where I kind of had to look somewhere off the pace. I went too deep. How did you see the Jerome? Do we have a Derby winner in this race? Probably not. Uh, we do not. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I. <sighs> Kind of once again, um, similar to the last race, I bunch of early speed. This is what happens with these two-year-old stakes races, early three-year-old stakes races. You get these horses all with a bunch of ones in there because it's that's the easiest place to win uh, is when you're on the front end, especially if you're inexperienced, not used to passing horses. So uh, in these types of races, I usually look for horses that have passed other horses. Um, and, uh, in this case, uh, I'm going to go with the one neural network as kind of my lone a in the spot, uh, seven to two on the morning line. Uh, you look back at that last running line, um, you know, just sat off the pace and just closed and one by five, um, pretty easily there. Um, got a pretty decent figure on the brisnet scale here. And, uh, 
yeah, I, I don't really see any any reason that this horse can't get it done, especially with the the amount of pace that's going to be in front of it. Um, you know, I talked a little bit earlier about the, um, you know, the mud, uh, the off off going and kind of avoiding horses that maybe have freaked on the off going and, and coming back. But, um, you know, streak cry in the bottom, uh, cloud computing on top, I, it, it'll handle um the, the dry track this isn't like a i don't think this is a necessarily a mud specialist although th- this breeding does do well on the on the off going the other horse i'm going to include um and this is at more of a price um is going to be a b type um and is a little bit more of a mud specialist and that's the seven general banker uh i think maybe this horse did freak a little bit on the mud but once again, with these younger horses, you know, sometimes maybe they just figure it out. It's another horse that set off the pace, you know, won very, very convincingly in a stakes race. Uh, it was a restricted stakes race. I think it was a, a state bred or specifically for New York Stallions. So, um, but, you know, won a nice stakes race there and is coming back here with with a really nice fig. Um, you know, I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'll pay a little bit in, in other tickets to to see maybe hey maybe that last fig was real and wasn't just a freak on the uh, on the off going so I'm gonna be one here with a little bit of seven. I, I think either a horse that has learned to rate already will win, or someone or a horse that's getting some some OJT some on the job training that's learning how to rate in this race will win. Uh, I'm opting for two horses. You mentioned the first one of course, which is going to be uh, Neural Network. Uh, if this is a dirt horse, you can you can throw out the fake ass chat angle. Uh, that makes sense that they're keeping him in New York as opposed to sending him down to Gulfstream. Uh, Shit's in a pretty good little pocket trip. Uh, I want insurance in case that a hole on the rail doesn't open, though, and I'm getting that insurance with the four Lugan Knight at four to one. That's my insurance policy. Only win came f- from a stretch out from six to six and a half furlongs. Last out ran behind Victory Formation, who wheeled back to win the Smarty Jones uh, last weekend at uh, Oakland convincingly. Uh, you know, let the pace get too far out ahead of him. The effort uh, in a uh, $100,000 optional claimer at Churchill Downs. Uh, and I think the move to Dylan Davis actually does this horse well because it's not going to have the the Florent. Let me just go ahead and get this horse close to the front and then just like fucking choke it out, you know, a few links back. So I, I think the horse runs and stays close enough to where the race doesn't get away from him. So I was I was one for Neural Network and Lugan Knight. Those prices are a little bit short. But I, I don't see a huge surprise in the Jerome, and I definitely don't see a Kentucky Derby winner coming out of the fucking Jerome. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, it makes sense. I, 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 there are a couple of horses that you could also consider uh, that maybe have a little bit of off pace to them. Uh, let's see, what was the one I thought about using General Banker, as you mentioned, uh, was I guess the other one. But it looked like just a wall of early speed horses. You know, uh, Arctic Air arrogance is going you know valenzan day is going you know on diamo off forense tuck in your ears and tongues folks because he will bite him the fuck off uh all right that's our first stakes race down we're into the pin ultimate leg race nine nine furlongs god damn i love two turnarounds at aqueduct the one hundred fifty thousand dollar queens county stakes good to hear it stay in the queens county the prince charles isn't fucking that up too uh I think the law professor who's never won at this distance is a weak favorite and i'm against who do you have here i think the law professor who's never won at this distance is a very strong favorite uh and uh i will it will be my loan my lone a in the spot um 
look, this horse ran second to Life is Good um, by a length and a quarter. And I don't know if any other horse in here would be within five lengths of Life is Good uh, in, in this race. So, um, yeah, I, I really had a hard time getting past Law Professor in this spot. Uh, Rob Atris is just absolutely on fire right now. Um, gets uh, gets Manny Franco aboard. They're hitting at 31% here the last two months. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, I just think that this horse is just going to be way too good for the rest of this field. Um, so, so unlike you, I, I'm basically going to be single A here. Um, I do have a bomb that I kind of like in this spot. I don't know how I'm going to use it, um, but I'm, I, I do want to talk about it. Uh, and that's the one forewarned here for Uriah St. Louis. Um, you know, this horse has got two wins here at Aqueduct. And if you go back and look through this horse's PPs, has probably the only other speed figures that match up with um, with Law Professor. Uh, and the horse hasn't won in a while, but the last time this horse won was going a mile and the eighth here at Aqueduct. Um, so, hey, maybe this horse just you know just needs a little uh, a, a little bit of resorts world in his life. You know, go go over there, hang out with some Jamaicans, and uh, you know, you know, party. I don't know, but uh, twenty to one in the morning line gets uh, gets the Jose Gomez aboard. I don't know. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take a shot here with uh, with forewarned in some way, shape, or form, either other, underneath or maybe on the C type ticket. Um, but I, I think that he does have a has a chance to upset here. Dude, the Jamaican cab drivers are my favorite element of Aqueduct. Not a mercy. I went four deep. The first one is going to be forewarned. Forewarned. Going to set that pocket trip for Jose Gomez. I love betting these overlooked mid Atlantic horses whenever they ship into Naira because. You always, they always end up going at a huge price and they're capable of winning. I also leaned into kind of my speed here with the three seafoam. Are these New York breads? No. Am I still using seafoam? Yes. I love inwardly drawn speed going two turns at Aqueduct. It seems like those horses that can just bust out and hit the rail usually have a pretty good outcome. Uh, the next one I'm using the five naval naval aviator aviator. If you toss the last two efforts from naval aviator, which you should because they were on off tracks, uh, then you're left with a really strong showing three back at the Pennsylvania Derby against Tyba and Zandon. Uh, that's nothing to uh, to be ashamed of. Uh, and then the ten uh, Thomas Shelby. I think this horse might be a little bit uh, washed up, but say Seafoam doesn't make the lead or another horse doesn't make the lead, then you could see Thomas Shelby out there maybe alone by itself setting pretty easy fractions and it seems like a smart horse to cover my ass with a 10 to one uh you know uh tom shelby definitely going to be going so i'm i'm four deep uh all big prices 20 to 1 12 to 1 12 to 1 10 to 1 with the one three five ten four worn seafoam naval aviator thomas shelby now the finale race 10 seven furlongs eighty two thousand non-winners of one in some condition allowance uh, hopefully, uh, Uno has hit. I got the biggest price in this leg, and uh, I'm sitting on a life-changing score. One that, that makes it possible for you to say things like this. Hey, 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 don't rub on that. You blocked that. You understand? That's alpaca. That's $25,000 alpaca. You blocked that shit. You don't rub on Put the club soda on there. Trying to make that blot my alpaca, put the club soda on it money. Uh, you know, I'm throwing a run style at this race, essentially, but 
Josh, how'd you close it out? Yeah, so this race, um, I I have three horses that I like, um, and they're all you know mid mid prices, um, not necessarily bombs here. Um, we'll start with, uh, ooh. we'll probably start with the one that, at least to me, kind of there's a lot of questions on this horse, and that's the eight, Chironi, um, for uh, Michael Micelli and uh, George Vargas here. You know, this is the first time this horse is running on dirt. Uh, obviously, has run on dirt, uh, you know, the training track, you know, running, uh, doing works and stuff like that, but hasn't run a single race on the dirt. But that last race, uh, you know, I know it was uh, kind of a, a marathon distance there, um, but that last race looks looks pretty good here. And, um, you know, the the breeding does say that this this is kind of a turf horse but i don't know uh, this horse needs to run he's got no other real spots to run in new york until you know the the early uh early spring to get on the turf so maybe they're just taking a shot here but uh i don't know i i thought this horse's run style on the turf if it translates to the dirt uh will you know will fit in this race and you're getting 10 to 1 on the morning line so you know questions there but i'll take a shot um, I also used the nine Damasinko, uh, for Rob Atras here and, uh, you know, one last time going wire to wire, but this is definitely kind of got a versatile run style it has one from off the pace has run one from, um, being on the pace, um, and, uh, is two for four here at aqueduct, something I always look for. Hey, how is this horse handled the surface before? Um, and, and this is definitely another horse that I think definitely fits here. And then uh, the last horse, the longest price I have here is the 11. I'm buzzy here for uh, Mitchell Friedman and uh, Dylan Davis. Um, and uh, this horse, uh, last time out, just came in here and uh, and won uh, six for a long race uh, allowance. And so coming right back and, you know, I, I just think that coming right back, the extra furlong I don't think is going to be, uh, be a problem here. And, uh, you know, Coming off a win, um, not necessarily Mitchell Friedman's strong suit. Apparently, he's 0 for 19 when he's won the last race. But, uh, you know, gets Dylan Davis aboard again. Um, and, you know, Dylan is, is one of the best uh, at, at this time uh, at Aqueduct, you know, between him and Kendrick and, I guess, I guess Manny Franco and Jose Lascano. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really like this 11 here kind of coming from off the pace. Um, so uh, I'm going to be using them uh, all 8, 9, and 11. Do you think Freeman's distracted by the whole FTX crash thing? That's the same guy, right? I think it is. I'm, right, I'm totally. pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I was three deep. Uh, I used the, you know, it doesn't look like there's an overwhelming amount of speed. Uh, there's a little bit of gate trouble with one of these horses. There's a possibility that only one of the early speeds gets out, uh, and you know, has a shot. You know, f- you know. The horse that has gate troubles out of it, you know, five seconds into the race, but I'm still going to use it. Uh, but I'm going to start off with one f- with the one funny how three to one. Uh, if either of these early speeds, the four, the nine come up short, I think this is the horse. Uh, then I used uh, the four Yokuz four to one could be the speed speed if Bill Mott has fixed these gate issues. The problem with the gate issues is if they crop up, they tend to keep cropping up. So that's a dicey proposition. I would not win this win bet this horse at four to one. I would probably want 10 to one on this horse, given the date issues. And then uh, I'm glad you said Dame Cinco, because it reminds me of how I used to say uh, Valdivia, like uh, almost like Velveeta, like uh, Valdivia. <laughs> uh, I, I can always count on you to correct my 
my uh, pronunciations on things like that. But Dame Cinco, six to one. Uh, it's either Yokuz or Dame Cinco uh, that, that ends up on the front. Yokuz has the gate issue. So it could be Dame Cinco running alone. Uh, if both of them go, I think it's funny how's uh, race to lose. So I, I was one, four, nine here, three deep in the last. Ah, oh, man, I've got a, just a stupid single. I'm four deep in a couple places, two deep in one place, three deep in this race. Uh, ballpark this. What what do you think this pick five could possibly pay out? Oh, I don't know. I think this is going to be a good one. So I, I want to say at the minimum, it'll pay, I don't know, 1500 2000 I could see this. If I'm right about Uno, this could pay uh two and a half escalates i'll say two and a half escalates, and a half escalates. i get? measure things in baconators and escalates uh if i ever have an escalate it's gonna have a nasty greasy interior from my love of baconators let's go ahead let's recap these tickets here uh i was a 48 dollar total ticket on a 50 cent base play uh leg one two three four nine leg three fucking uno let's go if you're a single a horse, single one named fucking Uno, uh, right? Then we were two deep with the one four, four deep, one three five ten, and then wrapping it up with the one four nine with Funny How, Yokuz, and Dame Cinco. Josh, how'd your ticket finish out? Oh, my ticket is a single in the first race with the nine. Race seven, I got one. Oh goodness, Let's eight see, you're nine, one eight nine. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Then I, I got, got uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that, that makes it easier. All right. Third leg, you were one seven. Then you ran that one seven back in the fourth leg, and then you finished it up with eight, nine, eleven. That is a what? Three times two is six. Six times two is twelve. Twelve times three is thirty-six. Eighteen dollar play on a fifty cent ticket. You save thirty bucks. Uh thin is in, man. Thin is in. I gotta get thin. I'm going to Vegas. Uh, you know, I think it'll be February, but it's still pool season in Vegas. Right, you have to tell me. I'm not a Vegas, you know. Pro uh, I don't think so. I think you got to. It's around around March, but they have pools open. So nice, nice. I spent like an hour and a half researching my weed purchase uh, for when I get into town last night. I've where, got all sorts uh, where of ideas. Uh, we're staying at uh, Circa, and no, but what, uh, what uh, dispensary are you going to? A uh, Reef is the one I went to last mm. time I was there. Pretty, pretty. I, I like it. Um, if you have time, see if you can get to Planet Thirteen. Not necessarily to buy anything, but I just hear it's very impressive because it is, I think, the largest in the world. So that's pretty awesome. I've I've found that I found the perfect um, cannabis product for playing horses is a THC chocolate covered espresso bean. You get a little up from the caffeine. You get a little cool from the from the THC. It's useful, useful that is. <laughs> Man, Josh, uh, go ahead. Shout out your shit. Talk about what all you got going on. Because, I mean, I think you're recording like a few more things. Uh, I think you're on Rachel Ray later. I hope so. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, you can, check, uh, <laughs> you, can, you can check me out at, at Cherry Drank on Twitter. Um, obviously, at Wrong underscore Lead also is our, uh, our group. We do uh, streams on Thursday nights. Uh, also uh, do a podcast with uh, Andrew Champagne drinking champagne that's on the youtube.com slash on the wrong lead um or your favorite podcast app um i did a show this week obviously with you chase and then i also did one with uh matthew desantis on the trust the profits uh network over there so check that out as well and uh 
yeah, hopefully this uh, this heater continues and maybe you'll see my name up in big lights uh, at NHC. So there you go. Good luck making it to the NHC. I still haven't tried to to qualify. I don't think I've quali- tried to qualify since like the first year I started playing horses. I think eventually I'm going to go ahead just for my pride and try to try to make it because uh, I damn it. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. All that stuff. And people like you. Yeah. Yeah. That was my Stuart Smalley uh, aff- affirmation. Uh, Josh, always a pleasure to have you here. I appreciate you not getting super real in the first three minutes, uh, like last time. Uh, thank you. And also it seems like you're, you're doing a lot better, man. I'm really glad, you know, you seem to be a little bit more upbeat and, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see it, man. Yeah, it was, uh, that was definitely a, a low point, uh, low point of the year, but, uh, yeah, we're on the up and up here, man. You don't just remember you're not alone. What? So I got to sit here and eat dessert alone. Like I'm fucking Steven Glansberg. That's going to do it for us at the Notorious OTB, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We'll catch you Monday. We got Jason Barkley. Got a whole bunch of good stuff coming. So subscribe to the show. Give it a follow. Write a review. Uh, take your shots at me on Twitter. Come at me, bro. Someone accidentally left a bulletproof vest in my front yard a couple weeks ago, so I'm ready. Uh, All right, we will see you next time.